When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get started, I just want to give a huge thank you, shout out, and heck yeah to our newest Patreon sponsors, Gideon Ebling, Maggie Stewart, and Christiana Ellis. You three are awesome. We're so excited to have you, and we look forward to making things that you like. Join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash mysterycounty, and if you're already a Patreon member, go to our Discord where you can get into the exclusive channels and talk to us directly and get some very fun additional content. On with the show. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of season starters and restart revelers. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries, and welcome to season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> uh, we're very excited to kick this off with a, a bang. Before we do any of that, though, let's meet our players. Hi, my name is Rashawn Nadine Scott. I'm Shamanda Felt. I'm a sophomore at. Queen Latifah School for Gifted Girls and Average Boys also, and I'm also a monster hunter. I've got a can-do attitude. I can drive any car. No one has ever asked to see my license. I fall in and out of love with moth boys and still happen to remain friends. I make deals with demons dressed like teenage heartthrobs, but I'm on the straight and narrow now. I train at the Whoopi Goldberg Dojo of Excellent, just in case the devil shows back up. You should come down sometime. Here's a flyer. Uh, wait, uh, what's your GPA? Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play the character Adam Miller, the mundane. I was uh, recently infected by the Mothman on a fateful night years ago, but uh, I... Oopsie, I'm going to start this over. <laughs> uh, I'm going to speak in third person. Uh, that's how I wrote it. My bad. <clears throat> Supercut. Oopsie. Adam Miller has been infected by a Mothman on a fateful night, turning him into a monstrous Mothman himself. That is until he made a deal with the universe to bring back his cousin C.E.J.'s parents. In turn, he had to offer up the only thing that made him interesting, his Mothman powers. Sure, his father is still the devil, but he probably doesn't want anything to do with him now since he is just a mundane and average teenager working at a Cold Stone. Plus, he's still banned from the lids. Hi, I'm Aaron Rain, and I play Crashly Grenadine, the chosen one. I was a flaky high school freshman, but then the world ended and I made some choices. Even though all I ever really wanted was to get my first kiss, I gave up my next two years of puberty and development in order to like save the world. So now I live with Susan Wexler instead of my mean mom. It's pretty cool. I'm a 14-year-old high school sophomore in a 12-year-old's body. At least I have all my past lives to keep me company. <laughs> womp womp. Hi, everybody. My name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler. I used to be the number two monster hunter in the world until I lost it all. I let a secret out in order to save one of the monster hunters that I was the one who created the Bondle Grub. But I still have all these friendships with the other kid monster hunters. And that's worth, I'm hoping, a lot. 
Hey there, I'm Alan Linick, Relation, and I play uh, Derek Fleifer, who is an angelic boy. I have been kind of zoned out for like 40 years, but man oh man, has a lot been going on recently. I met the gang and helped them uh, keep the world from resetting, and I'm really excited to see where it goes next because it's not supposed to not reset. Now I'm trapped, and I say trapped, but I'm kind of having fun with it, in a real human body, which is super interesting because it makes smells, and it needs sustenance, and it sleeps. Very strange. Oh, also, I got to move from my top of the school bus into CEJ's old room at Adam Miller's house. So I have a bed, and that's pretty cool. And these are our cast of characters for season two of Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. A new dawn has broken on Haverford, Mystery County, Superior, USA. This is the greatest town in the weirdest county in the strangest state in America. And gang, it is 2006, which is really not that big of a deal for anybody living through it but on a universal scale this is incredible because literally it has never been 2006 before it has always been 2005 and then it resets to zero but for the first time ever we have the year after 2005 thanks to the brave heroes of the mystery county monster hunters club the problem is nobody knows that because the only people who remember it are the mystery county monster hunters club There are other people around Haverford who might have been close to it who have some vague sense that something is off. Things are different than what they remember. An itching sensation of either deja vu or waking up from a dream, but they can't place it. And so most of them do not talk about it. But most importantly, winter break is coming to an end. And things have been very quiet for the last two months in Haverford. You guys had your big encounter in the power plant in November, and since then, everything has been very chill. I mean, there's only been like five missing person reports, which is incredible. That is a new record. The problem is that not only have there been no monsters or supernatural entities or attacks or anything like that, but also there hasn't been any snow, which is kind of unusual for Haverford. So the snow, it is very cold, but there is just no snow present at all. And I'm going to start out first and foremost with Susan Wexler. Susan, you had a lair that is in Queen Latifah School for Gifted Girls. You had a lair behind the janitor's closet. And I know that the international group that does monster hunting was aware of that lair because you're a member of theirs. That has since changed since they put out the APB that you're now the second most wanted target by monster hunters in the world. Everybody is looking for you. Nobody has found you yet. And I'm curious, how have you managed to throw them off the scent? Since they knew where you were, how have you kept them from finding you, given that you haven't really moved out of the city? Right. Well, I never had my name on the lease of this two-bedroom apartment. So that's been easy. And one of my exes is a shapeshifter. And I asked that he move around the world and just like pop up in different places as Susan. And what did you do to convince him to help you with this? This is so embarrassing. I let him do my hair. 
<laughs> so what is Susan's so this might be the most important thing at all. What is your haircut like these days? Oh uh, no, he just wanted to braid it, but I Oh, I see. It's a very a intimate. Braid. Like one of those that kind of looks like a dinosaur fin at the top because it's a little bumpy. He's not good at it yet. <laughs> uh, great. So there have been reports for uh, the other monster hunters looking for you of you showing up in Cairo or Sao Paulo or Moscow, just all over the globe. But you have actually stayed to ground in your two bedroom condo. Mm hmm. And I'm assuming then as a result, your lair and all of those features are are things that you've created anew in your condo. The infirmary, the lore library, your panic room, all of that is now in your condo as opposed to at the school. Is that fair? Correct. Yep. So we'll start with a, a typical morning. I'm curious to peek in on as this is also the first time for you in, in I don't know how long you can tell us, but you have a roommate a 14-year-old girl named Crashly Grenadine who Crashly I'm I'm going to pick up with actually you are in the kitchen of the condo and you're on the phone with your mother Ms. Grenadine and she is like okay but Crashly are you, I just wanted I wanted to double check you sure you don't want to come I mean I'm this book tour I promise it's only going to be a few more months. You're welcome to come with if you want. Then we can do something about, you know, making sure you're staying active. Mom, I'm staying active. I'm like, fine. Like, I'm doing tons of after school activities. And, you know, like, I'm supposed to be staying with Miss Wexler. Duh. So that's what I'm going to do. Like, that's what the Cramos said would be best. And I agree. <sighs> okay, fine. Um. Has she taken you to see the endocrinologist that I asked about? Because honey, she took me to see a holistic endocrinologist, and <sighs> they said that I am developing normally as expected for someone who has undergone the kind of stresses I have undergone. So, honey, that doesn't make any sense to, to okay. You are you are 14 years old and you look like you're barely 12. That is not normal. Nobody, that's not something mom should say to her like underdeveloped 14 year old daughter oh well like, you know what an underdeveloped 14 year old daughter should be showing more respect and gratitude for the click, amount of and then i hang up <laughs> susan you come out to to see the end of this conversation oh mom stuff i get it i know you do thanks Suze. Ugh. My mom's crazy and she didn't know that like i saved the world basically i guess we all did so, and I can't really tell her, and so she doesn't get it. You know, it's hard. It's hard to um, either not get recognition or, like, you know, I hate to make it about me, but lose everything when you do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds really hard. <laughs> no, I get it. We can talk about that some more if you want. Um, How many times have you guys had this conversation? <laughs> so it's many about times. all I talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all you guys have in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, about, I mean, okay. I'm just gonna get out my coloring book and I'm gonna do that. But I'm listening. I'm just opening up like cans of diced tomatoes and uh, putting that in the crock pot with some chicken. <laughs> uh, just kind of tootsing around and uh, being like, you know, Crashly. I just would hate to ask you this. Uh, but would you maybe uh, be willing to see if you could get into Barb's apartment for my books? You know, I'm not really allowed to leave the house right now. I think just kind of wait it out until someone makes a bigger mistake than I made. 
Yeah, I can totally go to Barb's. I don't mind at all. I can go by myself. Like, I can ride my bike or you can give me a bus pass and I can, like, go for sure. Perfect. Now, I'm just going to take your bus pass and I'm going to use it. <laughs> now, my understanding of this is that, Crashly, when you envisioned this, that it was going to be a situation where you would live with Susan and that way you could kind of train more directly on be on because you're the chosen now yes you don't know quite what it is it's been a little weird though because so you know you're now fated to do something to help the universe and specifically you kind of you know that you're supposed to help the universe keep going and the thing that you are all aware of is that you have 100 years and at the end of that 100 years unless things progress exactly right the universe is going to reset to the end of 2005. And mm -hmm. it's just going to keep doing that until you get it right, essentially, until the, the universe, like the world gets it right. So you, th <laughs> I think what it is, is you kind of thought that that would have more guardrails to it. Yeah. But it really hasn't. Like that happened. And then since then, things have just been quiet, whatever. And Susan, I think, is maybe a little more focused on the amount of change that has happened to her. And so I don't think you guys have been doing a ton of training. Right. So you grab the bus pass and are you just sort of trying to get out of here to get away yeah. from Susan? I'm trying to have a, a mission. Like I really love that she asked me to do something that sounds a little magic or danger related at all. So, and I'm just trying to get out of here quickly before she starts like maybe crying again or um, going through her many grievances. Okay, uh, and great. Crashly, yeah, just be back before Real Housewives of OC starts. Okay, <laughs> I don't yep. like to watch that alone for sure. And I'll bring you one of those boxes of Chardonnay from the Walmart. If you give me five bucks, I can get you one. <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. Do you not have to cry about it? It's okay. No, no, it's good to cry. They never ask any questions. It's they just out than in with tears. That's what I always say. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> So great, Crashly, you leave. Where are you headed? Um, so I'm gonna go across I believe Barb Wexler doesn't live that far. Um, but I am gonna take the bus. I think she's in the the other like townhouse uh like sub like what would what like subdivision. Subdivision, yeah, thank you. Um she's in the other one, like across the highway from Yeah, the fancier one where they have like the three and four bedroom condos. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So but I am going to get on the bus and take it um, to the mall first so that I can get the box of wine and then I'm going to go to Barb's. Great. When you're there, you bump into Adam Miller and Derek. Adam, I'm assuming the mall probably is a place that you hang out at a lot more now that you, well, you tell me, like, what is your relationship to these normal kid things like malls and just everyday life now that you're you don't have the weight of mothman ness on your life yeah i mean uh i guess i i dig it a little bit but i i definitely have a sadness uh yeah i i definitely am like sort of putting on a, a smile but i i hate i kind of hate it and what are you introducing derek to uh i'm taking derek to the uh Probably the, uh, what is it called? Sam Goody. And I'm showing him what CDs are because CDs are the coolest. Great. Derek, what's your experience of CDs like? 
Oh my god, they're so cool. They're like yeah. little mirrors. They're like little mirrors, <laughs> but they are full of music. And I, I love mean, the hole because you can put your finger on there and you don't have to hold it like a normal mirror. <laughs> I feel like you have to hold with your but hand. This you can put like three of them on different fingers and just kind of like woo. Heck, Derek, you can put four because we got four fingers. <laughs> Oh my god, we have four <laughs> fingers now! I imagine that you have to remind him that you have four fingers all the time. Yeah, oh yeah, it's all the time. He, like, he heard about shoplifting and he calls it his three-finger discount. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, has Derek shoplifted? Uh, I think he saw I've it. Heard on, about it. Yeah, he saw it like a, on Law and Order because my mom's got him, like Aunt Diane, or my mother Diane has gotten him really into it. I thought it was so funny, but then afterward I found out that like the shopkeepers need to actually sell those things or else yeah, they lose money and it's like bad for them. It's currency, yeah. I mean, we can get discounts like if you work there, but like not 100% discount. Um, yeah. Okay, Adam. I know how money works. Okay? <laughs> I know how it works. Each certificate is worth one ingot of silver. <laughs> what? That's why they call it a thaller. What? What is an ing- what's an ingot and a faller? Are you wow? You don't even know how your own money works. That is no, like I know so how sad. my money works. <laughs> Who's that on the money? That's that right there is George Washington. He was that is not George. He does not look like that. You know George Washington? Uh, yeah, I went to high school with him. You didn't even go to high school with George Washington. <laughs> yes, I did. I, I believe you went to high school with Ranger along, but not George Washington because George Washington I, never probably went to high school. He's too old. I went to high school with George Washington. He brought an axe to school. It was a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Diane actually moseys in, and she's there with you all, and she kind of gives you, Adam, kind of a curt look and says, like, are we all getting along here? Yeah, Mom, we're getting along. I'm just teaching Dirk how money works. Is Oh, Jeez. honey, uh, he's a foreign exchange student, okay? He's not remedial. He, uh, Derek, you definitely have money in your country, right? Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm so sorry. I, uh, Gosh, I was t- just talking about this at work the other day, and I forgot again. I always forget. Where are, is it that you're from? I know that probably feels so rude, but what was the country that you're from again? Oh, hey, Diane. Uh, Canada. Oh. Hi. <laughs> Good to see you. Mom, you're so embarrassing. Go away. Crashly. Oh, hey, Crashly. Uh, sorry. Um, and she just looks uncomfortable, uh, like a lot of adults have recently, especially the ones that have always known you, as they're like, you can see, like, Crashly, you having this experience where they're like, I'm talking to a 14-year-old. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. And they're just having like that (laughs) sort of thing where they don't want to like they're like, I don't want to draw attention to this. It's totally fine. But also like I don't want to ignore it. And they're just like really struggling with it. The ones that have any sort of relationship with you. And she's like, hey, um, it's good to see you, Crashly. It's good to see you, too. Um, Hey, Crashly. Hey, Adam, what's up? It's been a little while. Yeah, not much here. Just trying to teach Derek about money. He, hey, uh, oh, hi, Derek. Derek. Check out my fingers. <laughs> yeah, you still got four of them, huh? Yeah. yeah. No, but look what's on them. He's got mirrors on them. Oh, cool. The CDs. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to pay for all of those. This one was made by Corn. This one was made by Led Zeppelin. You've got like $90 of CDs on your fingers right now. Wait, you don't know Led Zeppelin? I feel like that's like a historical thing. Like a Zeppelin. 
Yeah, I know what a Zeppelin is. <laughs> and their music has been around a long time. And Diane interrupts and is like, okay, you kids are starting to make me feel old. Here, Adam just... I, I chortle. <laughs> That's how, how do you chortle? <laughs> Everybody in the store stops and looks at you. What is that child chortling He's from Canada. About? It's cool. Oh. I put my hand on Diane. <laughs> I put my hand on Diane's shoulder and I say, Diane, and I mean this when I say this, to a lot of people I know, you are but a child. Dude. She's like, um, on- honestly, Derek, I'm sure in Canada that that is a nice thing to say. In America, that still sounds very weird. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but here, look, here, and she slips you from her purse some cash, and she's like, this should cover the CDs. Just, you know, you might want to look into getting a part-time job or something. Hey! <gasps> That's a great idea. Mom, what's the deal, Leo? Can I get some of that? No. Remember, what did I tell you? You lose your allowance every time you say dealio at me. <laughs> well, it's the coolest word right now. <laughs> Why don't you dally off, you dealio? Wow. <gasps> oh, my God, Adam. Oh, my God. Oh, my Diane. God. Did that child just speak to that mother that way? You can't come to a Sam Goody anymore. I don't want to go to a Sam Goody. I'm going to media play. This place sucks. And I knock oh over God. a cardboard cutout of... Uh, George Harrison. <laughs> oh no, George Harrison. <laughs> George Harrison. <laughs> That's uh, the great. only name I could think of. Yeah, you do. Adam, just meet <laughs> us in Gadzooks. Cool off. And meet Not us in Gadzooks. <laughs> Here's a question I have. How long has it been since Crashly and Adam last talked? Gosh. It's been a while. Yeah, like, I, I think, think after I lost my powers, I went into a bit of a teenage depression. Hmm. Yeah. And we go to different schools. And yeah, that's ha- very true. And yeah. it has been winter break for and a while, like, too. Right. And also, I think, like, I kind of secretly resent Crashly and Shamanda because they got so much cool power now, and I'm just not. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all you got was your cousin's parents brought back to life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, they're kind of don't remember it, so it doesn't even feel like I get accolades. That's true. Yeah. Wow. And actually, at that moment, as you guys are all doing this, Diane gets a, a call on her phone and she's like, what? Hey, Rebecca. Oh, yeah, sure. And walks off talking to CEJ's mom. I'll see you in Gadzooks. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, yeah. So it's just really you and Crashly standing here. How are, how are you interacting with Crashly these days? Crashly? Yeah. Hey. You look the same. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Um, you know what? I, I guess from your perspective, there's like not a big difference between 14-year-old and 12-year-old. We're probably just like a tiny puppy or fetus to you. But just like on Earth, where it matters, I look really different. And like I would have been getting boobs, which you don't even know what those are probably because you had a thousand eyes and just like or no, wheel-shaped. But they're yeah. important. It's okay. And- hey, whoa. Uh, and I, I hug Ashley. I, I bring her into like a, a real reassuring hug, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, it's all right. You, do you want to? Would you? You know, you know what makes me feel better when I'm feeling upset? Dipping dots. I, I, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Was it something like <laughs> heavenly? Um, 
No, I like D- Dippin' Dots is way better. Okay, let's go get some. Hey, come on. And I like, I, <laughs> okay. use, I use my thumb to do that thing where I like gently like wipe the tears off of her face. Um, Whoa. And I <laughs> don't, don't, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's pretty intimate. It is. Yeah. It's very romantic. She's a, yeah. No, it's not romantic. It is very romantic. It is romantic. very romantic. <laughs> it's, no, it is? I guess yeah. the petals fell from the ceiling and the lights faded. Excuse me, I'm just a random stranger here at this uh, <laughs> Sam and Goody, but are you two dating? Um, I guess so. I think. <laughs> yeah, I guess I so. I turned to Crashly and I'm like, do you want to? Yeah, that would solve a lot of my problems. <laughs> oh, okay, no. let's. I want to point out, Derek looks like he's 16 years old. So it looks like a 16 year old <laughs> quote unquote but dating. But. To be to be even clearer, it's way worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh also, my God. I I just Crashly just thought of something, and so to this random stranger that asks us if we're dating, it's, yes. I'm going to say, "It's okay, I'm a gymnast." Oh, well, <laughs> can I tell you? So am I actually. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite flip? Oh, uh, back. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> Me too. Excellent. Well, I have these two tickets to see Kate and Leopold. I can't go because my wife is stuck at work. <laughs> what? Why does that mean you can't go? Because she says if I see it without her, she'll divorce me. She'll divorce <laughs> you? Oh, no, sir. And I pull him into a really soft hug, and I wipe the tears off his face with like one he's, thumb. He's bawling. He's bawling. I'm like, do you want to go to Dipping Dots with us, sir? Kind we of. Can, great. Let's go to Dipping Dots. I think she really wants a divorce because she's always saying she'll divorce me if I do things. That's, oh, my gosh. I don't mean to. Sir, that sounds like, well, to me, that sounds like a manipulative relationship. But grown-ups always want to talk to me about this stuff. Like, always, no matter what. You two just oh. seem older than you look. We are. Thank you. By That's why lot. we're dating. So I well, think here's yeah. uh, where we're going to move forward things. Is you two take this man to, to Dipping Dots. And, we, and to be clear, we get these tickets, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah totally. we're going to go. Yeah. I'm adi- I'm but I think them to my here's, what I th- here's what I think happens ultimately <laughs> is Derek strikes up like a relationship with this guy because they know people, they share people in common that they went to high school with. Oh and my so- gosh. <laughs> you know Th- Thomas Wilkinson? Yeah. That guy used to do a lot of pot smoking behind yeah. the school. But he's been dead for 30 years. I know. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Crashly, you end up, you start to feel better, but also maybe a little ignored. If you thought he was ugly when he was alive, you should see what he looks like now. Oh, I, I imagine uh, not good at all. Maybe decomposed. Sigh. <laughs> Especially when this gymnast ends up taking Derek to the movie. <laughs> Oh. The two of them go to the movie. Uh, and so yeah. you, Crashly, I have to imagine, would go to the one place where you feel like anybody is actually trying to do anything moving forward. And also nobody gives you any shit or any weird looks about your underdeveloped body, which is it's it's near the mall. And it is, of course, Whoopi Goldberg's dojo of excellence and good grades. Okay, yeah. guys, I just want to also put out that Adam Miller is at in the Gadzoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is he ditched? <laughs> <laughs> I I think. Well, I, I guess it's up to you, Adam Miller. Did you cool down and join them at the Dippin' Dots? 
No, I'm waiting at Gadzooks. I'm still steaming. <laughs> okay, so then, Crashly, probably... would you have gotten Adam Miller before going to the, the dojo? Yeah. Okay. I would go swing by and grab him, yeah. Great. So, Adam and Crashly, you guys make your way to the Whoopi Goldberg Dojo of Excellence and Good Grades. This is Now, this is probably the, the most outward change from the way things used to be to the way things now. This is... This now has been here for a while, for as long as Shamanda has lived in Haverford. So about two years at this point. And in this reality, immediately after moving to Haverford, Shamanda started the Whoopi Goldberg Dojo of Excellence and Good Grades. This is an like a somewhere between an after school program and a community center. This is kind of is, I assume, Rashawn, you can tell us is actually sponsored by Whoopi Goldberg? Uh, Yeah, she was just so inspired by the work that Queen Latifah was doing at the high school. She thought it only made sense to uh, put a flagship um, uh, rec center in the middle of Haverford. Yeah, and very publicly appointed you its organizer and leader of of the group, the the president of the dojo, which is, you know, surprising because you're a teenage girl. Mm Mm-hmm. But it has been very successful. We're just proud of anybody who walks through the door and uh, who everyone who shows up with a report card uh, is welcome at the dojo. Um, we've got backflip classes. We've got art classes. Um, we're nice. We were our an, uh, our thousand board initiative where we're just trying to bust through a thousand boards. By the end of um, <laughs> by the end of this month, we're really goal oriented. All of the girls. Oh, are just so jacked. Uh, yeah, there's Marcy. She's lifting weights over there. Um, that's uh, F- Felicia. <laughs> she's great. yeah, and this is and it's really it is like pretty incredible. It is a, a place by girls for girls about mm. girls. And as you guys are walking through, you see that Shamanda is giving a tour to Principal Norton, who is the principal of Queen Latifah's School for Gifted Girls and average boys and the last that you saw principal norton was fucking terrified of shamanda because she had used her telepathy to take control over him and he was convinced that she was a demon but he of course doesn't remember any of that and he is actually just walking around and he's saying wow gosh i have to say miss felt this is an incredible job here you know it's so such a nice thing to see the girls. We did. It was unfortunate when we lost our softball team to your organization. But I got to say, they're better off here. These girls, you know, some of them can get up to some trouble. So I'm glad that they've got a role model like you that's keeping them on the right path. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I'm just glad to be a, a beacon for young girls to cast out all evil that could possibly affect them. I just want no girl to go without the strength to snap a neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from your lips to God's ears, mm-hmm. you know, you you really are a treasure. I hope you never leave Haverford. I won't. And then I run up a wall and I just do a backflip. You do effortlessly. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And he, he applauds. Some of the girls clap, except for some of the girls don't clap. Uh, you look uh, when you're doing it, you see uh, and Crashly and Adam, you can see this across the way. You see Astrid and Ariana are also lifting weights. And they and a couple other girls have their arms crossed and they're looking at you. And Shamanda, we're going to do one of your new moves here. Uh, I need you to roll mm. plus weird. Roll plus weird. Weird. Whoa. Uh-oh. Whoa. Fell off the table. 
<laughs> Ooh, that's a 10. Wait, oh wait, plus weird. It's yeah. going to be a 12. Wow, wow. that's well, freaking weird. So, Shamanda, <laughs> this is your new thing. So, when you made a deal with the universe, you made the deal to create this rec center and this sect, this group that not only would help girls, but also would fight and combat anything that tried to prey on girls, essentially, whether that's like social ills or supernatural ills. Mm -hmm. So you wanted to be a protector. And to do that, what you gave up was essentially the ability to tune other people out. And the way that, that I have decided that I think is most fun to interpret this is you have gained in like intense supernatural empathy. You really struggle not to feel the feelings of people around you. And if you feel it, you you kind of have to do something about it. So you just, as you're looking across on a 12, you gain a clear impression of their current emotional state and intentions. And you can feel the the distrust and hostility from Astrid and Ariana and their their like followers in this organization you have and you know why it is it's astron and ariana they don't remember anything either but they do remember more than most because they were so close to you and to the 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 last moments in the power plant they can they just have this thing where they just don't trust you because again where things left off you had mind controlled them to make an army of softball girls when you took over as the queen of hell briefly and they don't remember it but they kind of remember it and so they just don't buy everything that you're saying like they're they just feel paranoid like you say thing you know you say that like you're here for them you're here to to lead and you're here to support people but they are always waiting for the other shoe to drop and you just get that and your footing kind of stumbles a little bit as you finish the flip as you experience this other group within your organization kind of being at odds with you and at that point, you see Crashly and Adam walking up. Uh, I uh, tell uh, Principal Norton, I was like, um, there's a couple of brochures on the table if you want to go take a stack and bring them back to the school. We're always looking for new members. Thank you for coming. Okay, great. Yeah. And is it girls only or everybody accepted or? Oh, everyone's accepted. If you can't do a backflip and your grades aren't good, <laughs> stay the fuck out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess probably. And is there an age limit? Uh. Oh, I'll, I'll bring it up at the next uh, Council of the Dolls. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, ask him for a friend. Um, okay. And he kind of blushes a little bit, and then he uh, <laughs> walks off and gives a wave to Adam as he goes. And he says, Mr. Miller, good to, good to see you there. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks. And he's saying goodbye to the kids as he walks up. Yeah. Or walks away. See you later, Principal. Uh, <laughs> as they come up, I... I snap my fingers and some uh, sm protein smoothies are brought over to us. Uh, <laughs> uh, Adam, so good to see you. Uh, Crashly, you, you're looking flat as a board. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, you're the also, only one who can say that. <laughs> Shamanda, I have love, to ask. Love. You, the last thing that we saw before you guys saved the universe was you broke up with Adam. So what has your guys' interactions been like since then? I assume I think it's cool. Pretty, yeah, I think it's cool but minimal. Yeah. Yeah, we we haven't like hung out as much. He doesn't come to Coldstone. Uh do, you know you I, don't I think I you, work at Coldstone. You work at we have completely different shifts. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm pretty new, so I'm like 
I get all the bad shifts. Yeah, he cl- he's he closes. I open. Yeah, I work, uh, but they only let me close, so I only work like from eight p.m. to nine p.m. and I just close. <laughs> <laughs> and every morning, I'm like, this place has not been put away correctly, and it's, and the tale is never right. And I'm just like, ugh. Adam. But the problem is like the punishment for doing it poorly is getting more closing shifts. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's an endless cycle. I can only close so many days. There's only seven in a week. <laughs> Sometimes he leaves me messages on cakes. Yeah. It's like, we should Aww. hang. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not ready yet. Hey, Shamanda, how's it going? Uh, things are, things are well. Thank you guys so much for coming. Coming. Uh, I know the opening was just such a mess, but I'm glad that you guys were there to support. And we didn't get a chance to talk as much as I wanted to. I know I miss you. I and this place is amazing. It's like exactly the everything I've been looking for. Like I can't wait to to like utilize it. Oh my gosh, do you want to join some deadlift classes? We've got a rock climbing wall right over here. Yes. Let's yes. get you harnessed up. Yeah. Oh my gosh, let's let's get me harnessed up. And Yay. then as as you're doing that, somebody comes forward and, and Christine, one of the other members of the organizations like uh miss felt uh shamanda we there's an issue with the grant application for funding from the superior athletics organization uh we just need you to take a look at it real quick do you mind oh i'm so sorry guys excuse me for just a moment uh yeah it never ends it never ends and this crashly is what your experience has been like for the last two months like shamanda is always getting pulled away by responsibilities you work shamanda you work in or no, you, you're closing. I'm opening. Just please make sure the tell is right. Like, I'm doing so much math here. I just don't need it at work. Totally. Totally. Hey, Jamanda, what is a, what is a till? <laughs> Adam, she's trying to do something important. I'm, doing, Adam, I'm Adam, closing Coldstone. That's important. Adam, if you could write a, a tip jingle, that would really help us out. You're the only you one who hasn't it. submitted one. Well, yeah, I'm working on a real intense one, but I think Corn earlier wrote it, so <laughs> it might be copyright infringement. Which Corn song are you trying to do a a Coldstone jingle based on? Uh, I think they have a song called "All Day I Dream About Sex." Yeah, uh, but I keep trying to write "All Day I Dream About Snickerdoodles." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Great. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, I dream about sticker noodles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but but you guys, I I totally want to hang. We we have to get together. We, uh, but we do. It, like, yeah, it, it feels like sometimes no tea and no shade. Oh, they didn't say that in two thousand six. <laughs> Maybe sometimes, they did. Yeah, so, they definitely they, did. They did. Okay, I good. Yeah. Sometimes no tea and no shade. Like. It feels like you say that, but then we don't get together. And like, I miss you guys and I miss how things were. We, we're not doing anything we're supposed to do. I mean, I've been doing quite a lot. I mean, what about you and Miss Wexler? Well, wait, what about it? Like, I thought we were going to be, you know, like saving the world all the time. And instead, she's just like drinking Chardonnay from Walgreens. Wait, we have to do push ups or else people are going to notice that we're being weird. Okay. Do some push-ups. When I put my hand upon your tip, when I tip you, tip we tip. <laughs> it's coming along. These are really good. Yeah, I'm gonna walk this one out. You guys do push-ups. I gotta think. He just doesn't want to do push-ups. You know that, right? I know. I know. I can yeah. do push-ups. I can well, do you, push-ups. If you could, you would. Okay, I'm doing a push-up right now. All right. I'm and I, and I drop to the ground and I try to do a push-up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you doing it? Are you just trying to do it? Or you, uh, cool. Well, actually, I wanna, yeah. Do, let's so do cool. no limits. So, <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. No limits. On <laughs> Every, I, you know, I sort of because everyone, back up. I need room for this. <laughs> oh my god, Astrid, oh. Ingrid, please. <laughs> Ingrid, who's across uh, with a mop, is like. What? Me? <laughs> Ingrid makes $80,000 a year. We pay yep. people very, very well. Frickin' A. Roll plus weird, Adam. Okay, cool. I roll... Oh, my God. I roll two ones. <laughs> <laughs> two ones, and my weird is one, so I roll a three. <laughs> wow. First roll of the season, baby. Yeah. Wow. That oh, is the lowest wow. roll. Okay, so Adam name, Miller... Baby. When you try to push your pa- your body past its physical limits on a miss, something goes horribly wrong. Now, you and I have talked about this a little bit, and we've talked about like when you sacrifice, you made a sacrifice to bring back CEJ's yeah. parents, and the sacrifice was you gave up your Mothman curse. But really, what you gave up is access to the supernatural at all. Like you yeah. will never be able to do magic or anything like that. You you agreed to just be mundane. Yeah. But in the same way that everybody else who was affected by this keeps having kind of echoes and memories of the way things used to be, or like vague vibes about like things used to be different. You have a similar thing where every once in a while, a bit of who you were kind of evidences itself. Yeah. So I think this is a moment, which of your curses kind of overpowers you in this from when you were a Mothman? I mean, I think it's my original curse, and I am so sensitive to light. Yeah, you just are blind. As you go to push down, you push up a little too hard, and it's kind of like, I don't know if any of you ever had the urban legend of like the guy who took LSD, and then years later, he could twitch his fingers, and then he would have another hit because he had overdosed. Yeah. I don't know if any of you had that experience. Yeah, the, fl- the flashback thing. I remember yeah. I, yeah. I heard that it gets stuck in between your uh, spinal cord stuff. Yeah. So you have kind of a similar thing there where you push and for some reason something happens with your physical body and you just have a flash and then you are blinded ah! from the light of the workout room lights overhead. Yeah, I think I'm blinded by it's the okay. light. I'll get you some sunglasses uh, and then I call for... I my assistant. I like pull out my two way pager. Uh, yeah, what the hell is with the lights here? This is insane. <laughs> I put a cold compress on his eyes. I would have done like a thousand push ups, Amanda. <laughs> you gotta get this fixed. What the heck, Ingrid? <laughs> Quickly, Ingrid's like Ingrid's like I'm on my break. <laughs> walks away. Claire, you get a buzz on your page. Your mentor. Shamanda Felt is calling for you. For everybody else, who do they see run into the room to deal with this? Yeah, it is a um, like five foot two, I want to say probably 12 year old <laughs> who had um, a perm, but her hair was too short to be permed. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and she just comes running and she's got like a couple. Gatorades that she's holding and just trying to keep it all straight and she has a whistle around her neck as well. <laughs> and what's her name? Uh Dragline. And her full name is Rosie Dragline Jones. <laughs> oh my god. Rosie Dragline Jones. All right, great. So Dragline comes in. She has been your assistant slash apprentice for about a month, Shamanda. And Dragline comes in and 
What was it that you asked for her to oh. bring in for the for his blindness? Dragline, could you grab those uh, sunglasses off of my desk? Uh, um, I think they're they're dark enough that uh, they'll be great for Adam. Perfect. Let me get this voice right. Um. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, move it. Move it. This is it. This is it. Apprentice coming through. Apprentice on her way. And Dragline is like stumbling over and over again, but keeps catching herself. Uh-oh, uh oh. 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 Whoopsies. Okay. And uh, grabs the sunglasses and brings them to Miss Felt. Thank you so so much, Dragline. Uh, we got to get you in those agility classes. You're coming along. <sighs> it's better than yesterday. One step at a time. Good job, Dragline. Um, um, I write down the note one step at a time. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love it. And so while you are all there, we're going to kick over into the next part of this. So, Shamanda, you run this organization and you have kind of default, especially since Susan is has gone to ground. You have become kind of the hub for dealing with any supernatural threats and and frankly, even non-supernatural threats. Like the Cramos are coming to you guys for help with dealing with like disorderly conduct stuff. You you send some girls out to help keep everybody on the straight and narrow. There's been some like missing person cases that you were able to go and, and find like hunters who were lost in the woods. You really are starting to become in a city and a county that lacks law enforcement and just has primarily volunteers. Having this well-funded volunteer organization of, of really committed, industrious teenagers is proving to like really help turn things around in terms of adding like a shot in the arm. So you, as a result, get a lot of incoming messages from folks and send stuff out. And you know, well, I, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Actually, more importantly, this group is public, obviously, the Whoopi Goldberg Dojo for Excellence and Good Grades is an as a public organization that, as you said, anybody can join who can do a backflip and has good grades. Are all of them members of the sect that you have formed that is committed to fighting, sort of keeping balance for humans and fighting off extra natural forces and threats? Oh, no, uh, no I don't think every member is. I think... Uh, you know, like community center, anyone's welcome, but the inner sanctum, mm-hmm. there's an elite group. And part of the problem with that is some that elite group, which is small. So the the circle of dolls, I think you called it. The <laughs> council, uh, council of the dolls. The council of the <laughs> dolls. Two of those dolls are Astrid and Ariana. It's Adriana. Adriana. I'm so sorry. I'm Astrid and Adriana are two of the members of that council. So there is all there is this tension there in terms of leadership. It's not quite as clean as it looks from the outside. So as a result, we are going to do this move doesn't have a name in your playbook in the initiate playbook. So I named it. um, I named it sect messaging. So since you are currently in good standing with your sect at the beginning of each mystery, which we currently are in, you need to roll plus charm. Okay. Oh. Uh, three. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. Okay, great. Uh-oh. On a oh, miss. Wait a second. Wait a second. This okay. is my moment. <laughs> I am going to do I Can Make You Look Good. And I'm going to try the roll as well. Ooh. Great. <laughs> so you can choose. Yeah, you can choose 
to roll plus charm. Okay, perfect. Yeah, like I'm about to unfold like in a very elaborate note, and then uh, Dragline like <laughs> takes it from me and says, "I got it. I mm-hmm. got it. I got this." Uh, it's still just a six. Okay, oh. so here's how I can make you look good. Works. I can make you look good. Oh, also, Claire is playing a secondary character, obviously Dragline, who is using one of the creator of Monster of the Week has put out other playbooks in a thing called the Tome of Mysteries, and I believe it is in this book. That is the sidekick uh, playbook. If not there, then I'm not. I think he might have released it on Drive Through RPG. So for people interested, you can find it there. But so this move is called "I Can Make You Look Good." If you're helping out your hero, you may choose to swap your rolled dice with theirs. Calculate your results as if you had each rolled the dice you now have in front of you. So. You can take one of your, so you can swap all of your dice or one of your dice with one of Rashawn's. Okay, I got a three and a two. And I got two ones. Oh, Lord. Mm. So, So, um, at best. Not really helpful. It still is a five. So, oh, you got a three and a two plus charm, right? Plus charm. Yeah, so it's a six. Yeah, so that's still a fail. So, uh, Shamanda, you will, well, so you both actually then get experience. So make sure to mark that. But so, Shamanda, your sect is going to ask you to do something bad, is what happens when you get a miss. And Adriana walks over and says, The council just got a report in of some trouble out of town. And we all decided since you're the the big leader, the big face, that maybe it'd be good for you to show everybody what you're made of out there. So we want you to go to Rhinelander. Oh. Somebody's reporting they saw the Hodag. Now, as soon as you hear that, your shoulders slump and everybody around you looks fucking pissed. Here is the reason why. Rhinelander is in Wisconsin. It's right on the border of Wisconsin and the state of Superior. You all, you fucking hate Rhinelander for a lot of reasons. Most importantly, for which Rhinelander really promotes its local cryptid, the Hodag, which (laughs) is obviously fake. It was a hoax done in the 20s. Everybody knows it was a hoax, but they've picked it up and they use it as part of their marketing campaigns and everything. So it was a hoax. Everybody knows it. And everybody just it gets in your craw because you all have the goonch of Haverford that it, everyone it's real. We saw it. Exactly. And then they have this fake thing that is ugly and doesn't even make sense. And they keep talking about it and trying to make that a thing when you guys already have a thing. So there's a, a bitter rivalry between the two towns. So, you know, this is like a bullshit mission. They're just trying to get you out of town. Well, but you really, there is no way to to not do it without losing some prestige and without them kind of getting the upper hand on you even more so than if you went along with it. Uh, I say, ladies, whatever I can do to earn your trust, I'm going to do. If that means taking a trip to Rhinelander, then I'll do it. Is there anything I can get you on the way back? Would anybody like a keychain? I'll yeah. take one. <laughs> I was speaking to the ladies, Adam, but sure, I'll I'll get one for you. Thanks, Shamanda. And Shamanda, go ahead and 
Well, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna make you roll from it for it. When you look around the room, you can see everybody feels uncomfortable. Like a lot of the the girls that are in the council or council adjacent are aware of this dynamic, this like power struggle happening and can feel that you got kind of maneuvered a little bit. You're handling it well in terms of being like above it and everything, but it's just everybody's reacting the way you do when you see like your parents get into like a tight mouth conversation in public where it's like, I don't, I just don't want to be involved. So everybody's kind of like not making eye contact and looking away as they go back to like a lot of somebody comes out and is like, Oh, Hey, uh, we're going to start, we're going to start the flip training. Does anybody want to come out and uh, do flips? And everybody scurries from the room. Gosh, I'm going to have to have a, a, a smoothie hour when I come back to really smooth this out. Jesus. Really, That's you, what smoothies are for. Crashly, would you come with me? I, I can't do this by myself. Yeah, yeah of course. We'll come I, with you. Oh, okay. Adam, yeah, you can come yeah. too. For I sure. have to come, but I'll definitely come. I actually <sighs> want to I wanna use my Destiny's plaything to see about this <laughs> since we're at the beginning. Wait, when are you going, Shamanda? Well, uh, the, this note just came in maybe like a few hours ago, so we'll probably head out tonight to make the drive. I got to close. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you know no. what? Wait, no, no, no. I, I can, we can get someone to cover the ship. Who? Uh, yeah, Paul DeBello. He's he on works the... at Coldstone now? Yeah. Barely. Felt... He barely works. I felt bad. <laughs> Even though he doesn't remember what happened to him, we do, and I just feel bad. I always really liked him. I mean, duh. I talked about it all the time. <laughs> um, I'd send him a, 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 a page him and let him, ask him if he can cover Adam Shift. And he he responds pretty quickly. And he, it just says, check with Hank. And Hank, you know, is the... So you're a shift supervisor, right? Mm-hmm. So Hank is the managing supervisor. He's very new. He's only been there about a month. The previous supervisor kind of left in odd circumstances, just sort of like quit via text which obviously <laughs> in 2006 is very new and very new experience uh-huh. and hank came in he's great he's weird he kind of keeps to himself but he's the new manager so paul says to check with hank but otherwise is fine with the switch right on um i'll give hank a call uh what what do we have in terms of uh vehicles these days i got a pt cruiser <laughs> well actually Here's the question. Do you have a PT cruiser? Because that was something your mom bought because she felt guilty that you had found out that she sold her soul to the devil to have you. But in this reality, since you were never turned into the Mothman, the devil never came to you to get your soul to keep you safe or anything. So none of that those conversations necessarily ever happened. But he's still the devil's kid. <laughs> But, yeah. but yes, Adam Miller is still <laughs> the devil's child, but the devil doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Devil dad. Yeah. Let, me, yeah, let me reiterate. Uh, I had a PT Cruiser until, <laughs> until we saved the universe, which was awesome, an awesome move for us to do. I know, right? It's like, yeah. I wish I was just like negative 4,000 and getting ready to be born in 4,000 years. And then I could have boobs when I'm supposed to, but that's okay. And you could have a PT Cruiser, whatever. Yeah. PT Cruiser, <sighs> the boobs of cars. Wait, exactly. I, ju- I just remembered we got that grant from Pontiac. Didn't we, dra- Dragline? Don't we have a, a vehicle <laughs> in the garage <laughs> beneath the dojo? 
and I pull out uh, the keys for it from my fanny pack. Yeah, I'm also curious, Dragline, how have you felt about this conversation you've been listening to? <laughs> oh, yeah. Talking about <laughs> saving the universe and all of these things that had happened. Um, I was just really only listening to what Miss Felt said. So it made even less sense, but it was still something to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tyler, can I do my Destiny's Plaything role? Yes. One second, though. For sure. And Slifer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to. I think at this point, Derek probably wanders in. Derek, how was the movie? Uh, hold on. I have to look up what Kate Leopold is. <laughs> okay. So uh, Kate Leopold is a movie about uh, uh, Leopold who comes through the future by following uh, a guy, Lev Schreiber, I think his name is. <laughs> May, well, Hugh Jackman, Meg Ryan, and Leopold. Yeah, yeah, Hugh Jackman is Leopold, and he co- follows Lee Schreiber through a portal by jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge in like the 1800s and transporting through time, and then falling in love with Lev Schreiber's ex girlfriend slash neighbor Meg Ryan. It's a good and movie. then they end up together in the past. Boiler, sorry. Also, <laughs> this movie came out. I just realized the movie came out in two thousand one. Yeah. So i i think I think the the guy from the uh, the mall we'll call him Jim Nast. Uh, he he's like, oh my god, these movie tickets are four years old. <laughs> I googled that as soon as you said it. Yeah, and it made me, me laugh even harder. Oh my god, <laughs> he's okay, getting so divorced. Derek, so Derek, you you actually didn't watch this movie, I guess, as you you he just abandoned you once he realized that he had old expired tickets. I'm so yeah. So I just I just come walking up with a fat bucket of popcorn. <laughs> you still got popcorn. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you are all there. So I offer some to Crashly. Oh, Ooh. thanks. Oh, so here's the deal, everyone. Like, um, Derek and I are dating, but um, we're taking it slow. Oh. oh, great. We have couples counseling on Thursday <laughs> afternoons if, if ever you guys want to come in and just check Ooh, in with each other. Wait, that were you talking? Fun. Were you talking to me, Shabanda? <laughs> <sighs> we also have um, an ex support group. So, yeah, that's on actually Thursday mornings. <laughs> you oh. do so much for the community. Wait, we you just... open Thursday mornings. How am I going <laughs> to? And right as you say that, Crashly, roll plus weird. Okay. <laughs> I got a 10. So, as the chosen, at the beginning of each mystery, you roll plus weird to see what is revealed about your immediate future. On a 10 plus, the keeper will reveal a useful detail about the coming mystery. So Crashly, Crashly has a seizure. Oh, no. Right oh. in front of everybody. <gasps> Get her! Oh, no. Put a wallet in her mouth! And I put my wallet in her mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Crashly. Her up. Now, you and I have talked about this a little bit, Aaron. As yeah. the chosen, you there is something you are destined to do. You have a fate that that is part of it. And you have been wondering what it is. And you yeah. flash. And so Crashly has past lives. We've met Goody Stevens. We've met Janice. There are others. You, you've had experiences before where you channel who you were and sort of see through their eyes. And then this time, something very different happens. You see your next life, and you are in a moment in the future, and you know that it is the year 2105, and 
you are fighting and you experience yourself saying to you, like to, to you, Crashly, the past life, you experience this future you saying, how did you deal with him? He's supposed to be dead. And you look and you see this towering, like, mecha kaiju, a giant robotic form that is bringing an enormous fist down and just destroying a building. And you hear your future self say, like, you told me about the Bondelgrab, but what do I do about this? And what is your answer? What? <laughs> what do you do about that big robot man? That's not an answer. I'm I'm asking a clarifying question. I get three. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she is asking you. Yes. Well, I haven't met him yet, but my guess would be garage. <sighs> and then like, you watch as the other fist comes down and it just squishes her and you wake oh. up. And Crashly, this is the moment you realize. So Crashly is a little bit different than everybody else. Crashly is kind of all of the extra bits of the universe that don't fit together that have taken form and are a person. So you exist in a little bit of a different state than everybody. And you come to and you kind of have like a buttoning moment as you come out of this seizure and you realize two things. One that is an answer to the more immediate mystery is that whatever is coming seems to be the bundle grab is somehow involved. Oh, yeah. The other more important thing is you realize you all have been going forward of like, we've got 100 years to get things right before it resets. This is not the first time that you guys have gone through this 100 years. You oh, realize in this moment no. the unit that like that 100 years, you guys have gone through it a few times already and failed and failed and failed. And <sighs> so what you're fated to do is try to make this be the time that the next you doesn't fail. And today, you did not succeed at that. Oh, brother. Um, Hey, y'all. I guess I'm going to share that with them. Um, I just met myself in the future. She wasn't very nice. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because we're big disappointments. <laughs> We've already done this a bunch of times, okay? So... We were all high and mighty on our high horse about living it up. We saved the world and it sucks for us. Well, it's going to keep sucking unless we do better. So do a sit-up, Adam, and I'll do a pull-up because okay. I've never been able to do one. I go no limits. Get... Yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Adam, roll plus weird. Uh, It's seven. Hey, so Adam Miller on a plus seven, when you do No Limits, uh, you are able to do whatever your body wills you to do or whatever you will your body to do. Uh -huh. uh, but you do have one consequence, which is either you take one harm, you take one a negative one to your next roll, or you have to take a rest right now. I have to take a rest right now. That really <laughs> beat me. <laughs> Adam Miller right, so does this impressive push-up, perfect form, and then just immediately slumps over. <laughs> I put um, my hoodie I, under his head. Uh, thank you, Crashly. We'll, oh, my God. We'll have some of the girls just put you in the backseat of the car. Thank you. Oh, not Ingrid, though. I don't like her. <laughs> well, she's a janitor and makes $80,000 a year. It's not her job to put you in cars. <laughs> True. Okay, well, I mean, it's no one's job, is it? <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> As you guys make your way to the Plymouth 
to is that what it was right a plymouth i think i said pontiac pontiac, pontiac. as you yeah. make your way to the pont you know what it's 2006 you make your way to the best vehicle made in 2006 <laughs> the pontiac vibe yeah. and you guys as you get in shamanda starts the car and the five of you dragline crashly adam shamanda and Derek, make your way south to rhinelander wisconsin now, Crashly and Aaron, here's what I want to say. So I have decided that this is what your fate is, what you're destined to do. And I just want to make it clear because I don't want it to be confusing for, for anybody. And this is not going to necessarily be the main storyline for everybody else. I have things planned for you all, too. This is just one moment where I want to get clear what a thing Crashly is confronting. Awesome. Is... Crashly has past lives, which implies Crashly has future lives that she just hasn't lived yet. Her next life is actually the one fated to save the universe. Whoa. But that means her next life will be able to ask her past life questions. And she needs to get the right answers. And if she doesn't get the the right best answers, she is going to fail, which she has and will continue to do so. So Crashly... What this means is what your fate is, you need to be able to answer to the best of your ability all of the questions that you can ask (laughs) your past lives. Yeah. When you get the right, like what feels like the right answer to those, your, your destiny will be achieved. Cool. Because you need to be able to help your next life defeat this mecha kaiju robot thing. Yeah. Problem is, you haven't met it yet. You have no idea no. what she's talking about or anything. So not yet. That's in your future, her past, and then her present. So that's what's going on in terms of your fate. Does cool. that make sense? Yeah, that's crazy. Cool. I love it. But that is also like a hundred years from now. For everybody else, you won't be involved with that because you will presumably I mean, honestly, you will presumably have lived your lives and at the very least be very old at that point. So that's like nobody presents concern. But Derek, you do experience a little bit of that because you are still celestially connected. You experience at the same time that Crashly does that. But I think the difference is this is the first time you realize nobody else has noticed that the universe has reset a few times already. You've been used to it, but this is the first time you realize the humans around you didn't realize (laughs) that they had already been reset four or five times. Um, How do you react to that, Derek? Ooh. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Uh, uh, I, I, I look around. Um, and I slowly reach into my, well, wait, is Crashly still like, is she back? Is she, yeah, she's back. She didn't have like a, a serious medical seizure or anything. She just had like a momentary zap out and then is back and she seems to be fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to offer her some popcorn. (laughs) Thanks. You're not a bad boyfriend. Thanks. Yeah. I've never been one before. I can tell. (laughs) <laughs> but I've never had one before, so. Wow. Yeah. This is moving fast. You said you were taking it slow. <laughs> and Derek and Cratchley, as you guys like share this, you both have the realization at the same time, you're the only ones who experience this reset. And this is my first time experiencing it, right? Realizing it? Or this is your I've- first time experiencing it. And and really, what I, I guess what I mean is, so Crashly, you're not going to experience it again necessarily, 
because you're going right. to age through and everything. You just realize this isn't the first time <laughs> the universe has reset. Right. Right, right. Hopefully, right. this is the last time it will reset, but that is all up to you. Got it. Okay, cool. Great. And I have to, before we end this episode, I have to ask a very important question. Ooh. Who is controlling the radio on the way down, and what are you playing? Um, I look over at uh, Dragline, and I say, now's your moment. Aww. I, uh, okay, um, here here we go and dragline passes out (laughs) (laughs) great and that's where we'll end episode one of season two of mystery county monster hunters club Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, give us a rating on the platform of your choice. Tell your friends, or even better, join our Patreon for extra content, special deliveries, and all kinds of weird bits. Until next time, hold on to your butts as we get into Season 2 of Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I truly look like they just caught me with a truck full of feet in, yeah. in yep. the highway. <laughs> <laughs>